100 days away from BYU football and a well-documented September to remember. Is it the toughest September ever? Brett Siance of Pick 6 Previews and College Football Insider joins us. He's listed BYU four times in his top 25 best non-conference games. Plus, as promised, Manasseh Tounga Fasi joins us live from Auckland, New Zealand. 6'7", 322 pounds of primetime player. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's... Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Station live in Radio Vision presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, May 28th, wherever and however you're dialing, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up once again with Justin Bieber's number two fan, Brian Logan. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You saw I was just doing the robot. Uh, just now, as we was that were for Justin? In, uh, that was for Taylor Swift because she can't dance. So I was just trying to show her <laughs> some dance moves. You know what I mean? I'm telling Taylor that you said that. Go ahead, man. Okay, fine. Hey, great story. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm at the DMV. Yeah, and I know you're like, wait, great story. Uh, at the DMV in South Salt Lake, taking care of some business there. And I walk up to the counter, and the guy next to the employee I was interacting with, mm. he's behind the counter as well, looks at me and he says, hey, Spencer. You're that guy. BYU Sports Nation. And I'm like, yes, what's up? He's like, I'm Vince. I listen to your show all the time, every day, nice. at work. I'm like, okay. And he says, clearly you've chosen the elite DMV. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yes. <laughs> so shout out to my boy Vince at the DMV. Nice. Always nice to meet members of BYU Sports Nation. Second thing, Brian, did you see the catch by Jacob Hanneman? I did not. Former BYU baseball player. I just heard it about it uh, this morning. You need to see it. I know. Okay, we have tweeted it out. I have tweeted it out. And if you were following me, which I hope you are. Does it deserve? Does it deserve number two? It It was the number two. Of course it it deserves. No, I'm saying, let me finish, man. Bro, give me like two more seconds okay, before go. you butt in. Go, does it go. really deserve number two or should it be the number one? What was number one? Does anybody know? I don't remember number okay. one. I was too caught up in number two. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, I was too can, caught up can, with Jacob Hanneman. You can continue to cut me off now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Please. So Jacob Hanneman makes SportsCenter's top ten number two last night for a diving catch down the left field line. Check it out nice. all over our Twitter accounts. Our conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members always welcome. Give the people their Twitter question, Brian. What is the most exciting BYU football game this September and why? There are four juicy, juicy football games. All four made the list of pick six previews. So many to choose from. Brett Siancia will join us to break down why he listed those four games, and where he listed them. Really good stuff. What's the most exciting BYU football game this September? And why? Use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweet in from at Mormon underscore Madness 1. Boise State, if we win that one, and if we lose only one or two other games with our schedule, we should be in the New Year's Six. Okay. Got to put these on. (laughs) Hey, you're matching today. (laughs) <laughs> that that I am. I am all royal. All royal. Okay. Now the New Year Six is is an entirely different discussion. Yeah. Okay? Let's let's we're we're going to focus the conversation solely on September today. Yeah. September. 
Because that lines it all up. That lines it all up. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else are we talking about today? We just mentioned BYU football featured four times in the top 25 non-conference football games of 2015 by Pick 6 Previews. The author of that article in 15 minutes. BYU alum and 2003 Masters champ Mike Weir at the AT&T Byron Nelson. He's even par through 13 holes, tied for 32nd. Uh, Brian, he was stung by a wasp and apparently was granted superhuman powers thereafter <laughs> to pick up his game. Uh, man, comic books, it's, it's, uh, superheroes come to life, man. I should get bitten by a spider. Didn't you look up Ant-Man when I mentioned that the first time? Yeah, I, I'm still I'm still deciding how I feel about Ant-Man. Man, I'm, I'm right there I with you on that how one. I feel about it. It <laughs> <laughs> may be a red box. <laughs> ESPN's Jeff Goodman released his preseason top 25 plus 25 and has BYU basketball ranked 40th going into the season. To quote Goodman, life without Tyler Haas won't be easy, but the Cougars could be even better. Hmm. I agree. More stability, more depth. Collinsworth, Kyle, is one of the best point guards in the country, end quote. That's a good way to start this next segment. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Hit it. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 100 days. Woo. In 100 days. Where's the confetti at, man? BYU football begins one of the most exciting schedules in program history, if not the most exciting schedule. In fact, yesterday, Brett Ciancia of Pick 6 Previews listed the Cougars four times in his top 25 best non-conference slate. Four times. Okay, technically all of their games are non-conference because they're independent. Yeah. But hey... If you're featured in any top 25 list four times, that's pretty good. Let's list them and rank them, starting with what happens 100 days from now, Brian. BYU at Nebraska. The Cougars have not, well, I should say Nebraska has not lost a season opener in 30 years. Mm, we, we shall see about that. Uh, they're coming in at number 15 on the, the top 25 list. That's the list. highest it's ranked be. of the four BYU games in that top 25 list. BYU and Nebraska have never played. Lincoln Memorial, September 5th, 100 days away. At number uh, 18 is BYU and Michigan. And Brian, yeah. you have some strong feelings about this game. I'm, I'm excited for this game the most because of uh, just the brand of Michigan, the venue, uh, Harbaugh. I'm a 49ers fan, so I'm so sad to see him leave. So I would love for the Cougars to whoop up on him. Uh, to say, you know, you should have stayed uh, uh, in the in the NFL. Uh, and then I also like the fact that he uh, recruited Taysom. That's a pretty uh, interesting storyline there. Okay, number 19 on the list, and the third time BYU is mentioned, is BYU-Boise State. So 15, 18, and 19. And then 25th, BYU at UCLA. Now, you may notice that all four of those games fall in September mm-hmm. for the Cougars. My question is, where's Missouri? BYU at Missouri didn't make the list? Nope. We're going to ask Brett about that. Why didn't BYU at Missouri make his top 25 non-conference slate? Regardless, that September is loaded. And guess what, Brian? You want to get noticed? Mm-hmm. You play that type of schedule. That's right. Tom Homo referenced that just a few weeks ago. All those games are big national games. It doesn't matter what broadcast uh, network it's on it's going to be a great national game because early on some of the teams want to want to play the lighter teams and prepare themselves for a tough regular season but that's not what we're going to do 
clearly tough, but it's not new to BYU football. Yeah, breaking news. Hmm? The Cougars have played a very tough September. In fact, a few tough Septembers in their long storied history. Now, we're very quick to look at the schedule and say, well, those four games, well, this is the toughest ever. Ever, man. This is the toughest ever. Is so, it, though? Sorry, I cut you off. Yep, it is. You keep going. I apologize. I just had no. to get you C- back. Tell me why this is the toughest schedule ever in September. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of this, Brian. Uh, you have to say your first so I can come back with my argument. No, you why. want me to go first? Yeah. I'll go yeah, first. go first. Okay. This isn't about venues, keep in mind. This nope. is not about venues. Mm-mm. Hands down, this September... In terms of, like, tradition and venues, it, it takes all. Nebraska yeah. at Lincoln Memorial, the Big House, the Rose Bowl, and Lavelle Edwards Stadium against Boise State, you're not yeah. going to beat that. Mm-mm. Okay? That is unreal in terms Solid. of venues and tradition. But strictly competition and the challenge. Let's rewind to 1991. Okay. This is, your, this, is your, this is your toughest uh, September, by the way. Well, also. listen to this. That. Okay, go ahead. Yep. Ty Detmer. Coming off his Heisman Trophy campaign Mm -hmm. in 1990, okay, he is the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, approaches his senior year with this September, number one Florida State in Anaheim in the Pigskin Classic, then at number 23 UCLA, followed by a trip across the country to Happy Valley Mm -hmm. and Penn State. Then he comes home to take on an Air Force team that was 10-3 and that year and finished ranked in the top 25. BYU opened that season 1-3. and three. They lost the first three games. Mm-hmm. And these teams finished high, Brian. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, well, what did Florida State do after BYU played them first game? They finished fourth. Yep. UCLA finished 12th. Penn State finished third. It's a pretty good number. And Air Force. Air Force. Air Force was in the top 25 unranked when BYU played them, but they were 4-0 when the Cougars beat them. That's pretty good, man. Those are some – that's those stats alone, the fact that they came in – you know, ranked or, or finished ranked uh, pretty high, top 25, makes uh, your argument. But I, I don't buy it, man, because— What do you mean you don't buy I don't it? Buy it I, I don't buy it because of the team that they had. Yeah, they, they, had, they probably lost some big hitters, uh, but you're com- you're, you have Ty Detmer returning, right? Uh, he won the Heisman a year ago. You're a lot more solidified in the team. Uh, you have you, you bring back guys with experience that had great a great season last uh, previous previously compared to this 2015 season. Taysom Hill can get hurt. He Ty Detmer could have gotten hurt. He can get hurt anytime. Ty, Ty Detmer could have gotten hurt, but he didn't. Uh, Taysom Hill could get hurt anytime, right? If you we saw what happened last year. If Taysom gets hurt, it's an entirely different team. Then you have the secondary. There's so many holes in the secondary right now. Coming out of spring ball, you don't you don't have your starting group. What the heck, man? How do you not have the most important second, the most important group on the entire football field solidified? Now you have to continue that battle into fall camp. That is super super scary when you look at these teams. Then when you say, okay, let's let's try to protect Taysom a little bit more. Uh, let's put the ball in Jamal's hands and in, in the running game. Let's rely on the running game a little bit more. Well, Jamal is hurt. He's still recovering. So you, you, there's a lot of question marks coming into this season uh, with this schedule, which I think that's what makes it tougher. You don't think there were question marks coming back into 1991? Not, not as much as this, man. 
Stop it. There not are question as, marks every dude, season. Dude, not, not as much. There are question not, marks every not season. Not as much. I, I, if, if BYU came into this season uh, and, and Taysom won the Heisman, Jamal was, was solid, he wasn't hurt, there was maybe two starters coming back in the secondary, I'd be like, Michigan. About to knock them fools out. Who Nebraska. Else, who else did BYU have got in 1991? Coach. They got a new coach, new system. Nope. Those players don't know what they're going to do. Man, we, we about to, we about to uh, win. We about to win that game okay. too, Boise. Hey, oh, I'll yeah, give we you about this to get much. Revenge. I'll give you this much. I'd be more confident. I'd, I'd feel more confident as a fan, as a player, if I knew my team was solidified. And therefore, that schedule doesn't look as look hard to me. Look at BYU's offense coming back, Brian. How much more solid can the offense be? It's a three-headed monster with Taysom Hill, a, Jamal Williams, Mitch. But you don't Matthews. have a running. We don't. You don't really know too much about the running game. Taysom. What do you mean you don't hurt. know about the running game? You've seen it for three years with Taysom and Jamal. Yeah, but Jamal's hurt. He's recovering. He's coming back. Who knows if Jamal's going to okay. be ninety, hundred okay. percent? Let's, let's take away personnel. Okay, we're looking at strictly competition. You're taking into consideration, like, well, who did BYU bring back? That's why it's not as tough. No, this yeah. is just a schedule. This has nothing to do with, with the personnel on BYU's team. Who are they playing? 1991, number one, Florida State. Number 23, UCLA. Number 12, Penn State. All on the road. Yeah, Air but, Force. It, but if, I, if, I, got my, Straight if I got my heavy hitters coming with me, Ty Detmer, if I have the man in charge, I'm not sweating, you man. You have Taysom I'm Hill. Not, I'm not sweating you at all. You have Taysom Hill. Without okay. without a without a, a a strong running game that we it's up in the air the what running game's up in the air that? you have Algie Brown coming back okay not a strong running okay. game okay so Algie can Algie be a starter Adam Hine you all, have experience Adam Hine is only solid in 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 the return game special teams <laughs> give me oh. give me his stats and numbers. On the field, here's, here's, at the running the concern. Back position. here's the concern. BYU went one and three in '91. In 2004, they played a similar schedule, really tough, one and three to open that season. Bronco Mendenhall has seen a schedule like this before, which is a good thing. Okay, mm-hmm. but in 2015, you look at the opponents. BYU has not had great success in the past, and that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Five and eleven. BYU has combined five wins and eleven losses all time against Nebraska, Boise State, UCLA, and Michigan, the first four opponents of twenty fifteen. Never played Nebraska. One and four against Boise State, three and seven against UCLA, one and zero against Michigan. So with those four games in your mind, what is the most exciting BYU football game this September and why? It's winter time. At Family Budge, Nebraska, the whole season rides on this game, and it would be awesome to be the team that ruins home open win streak. I don't the whole season. I don't know about the whole season. It it definitely helps with momentum, confidence. But the the home streak is sweet. Hey, up next, the man who ranked BYU's four September games in the top twenty-five non-conference slate, Brett Siancia, joins BYUSN. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join our always engaging conversation by using the hashtag BYUSN. Below was bringing it. He was bringing it the first 15 I was minutes. It, man. I got to cool my guns off. You know, the left <laughs> and the right bicep, you know. Download getting, the podcast. Getting, getting a little bit big. Download the podcast to hear more of Brian Logan. BYU Football Media Day, June 24th. That is a Wednesday. All football all the time. Check it out. 
our Twitter question today. What is the most exciting BYU football game this September and why? At Aaron K says, Boise State. Because Boise is not a state, and we hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Okay. <laughs> At BYU Fan 1995 says, Michigan playing in the big house with a chance to be 4-0 and and a top 20 ranking. Blue Ooh. goggles may apply. Yes. Okay, this is the September to remember. And the man who featured BYU four different times in his top 25 best non-conference games of the 2015 season, Brett Cianci, a co-owner of Pick 6 Previews and a college football insider, joins BYU Sports Nation now. Brett, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, Spencer. Thanks for having me on. We are 100 days away from BYU opening the season at Nebraska. According to your article yesterday, that was the highest ranked of the four BYU games, number 15 overall. How do you pass the time until the actual games like BYU-Nebraska begin? I know. It's been a long offseason. Uh, we just passed the halfway mark, so, you know, it's, it's fun to look ahead to these matchups. At BYU, their September schedule is absolutely loaded. Um, so definitely looking forward to their, you know, their preseason. Um, but, yeah, just run through the list. Uh, BYU, you have five major opponents on the schedule, and it was hard to get all five in there. I snuck four in there for you, but uh, – it's going to be uh, very interesting moving forward. Okay, let's start with Nebraska. You, you featured the Cornhuskers as the highest of the four games at number 15 overall. Why did you feel like BYU-Nebraska was the most intriguing of the four September games? So I had that highest uh, because it's Mike Riley's first game in Nebraska. It's a new era there. Uh, also, both teams obviously come in unbeaten, so uh, you know, no, no tarnishes on the record yet. Um, I, I want to see um, Nebraska's you know, rushing attack against BYU, strong rush defense. Uh, I think they match up well that way. Um, yeah, and then the more games that BYU wins in this uh, September, each one gets more important. So, I mean, at, at the beginning, the first one is the most important, um, and especially when you factor in the opponent there. So, Right. How many wins uh, in September would be considered a success for BYU? You know, I think, I think definitely two. If you can get out of the two and two is a huge win. I mean, UCLA – Top ten team. You play them third. Uh, Boise State's, you know, kind of a Fiesta Bowl uh, victory, and they're always at the top in the AQ team. Uh, and then you have the two Big Ten teams uh, going to change. Still, nonetheless, uh, uh, the national brands, Nebraska and Michigan. Factor in three of them are on the road. I mean, it, it's a so I think two. You got to be happy with that. But uh, the sky's the limit with Taysom Hill coming back. Yeah, I've been saying 2-2 two and two in September would make any BYU fan extremely happy. And we've looked at the recent tough September schedules that BYU has played. Uh, 2004, they had USC and Stanford, Boise State, and uh, Notre Dame. They opened that season 1-3. and three. In 1991, they had a similar schedule and opened that 1-3. and three. So two wins would really be good. Now, Nebraska hasn't lost a home opener in 30 years. 1985, I believe they lost to Florida State, who was a ranked team. Why do you feel like BYU has a legitimate shot to be the team to end that streak in Lincoln on September 5th? You know, when I look at BYU, I see, uh, obviously, Taysom Hill, you have an explosive dynamic quarterback at the helm. You have your turning rusher, uh, leading rusher, turning leading receiver, and most parts of the line are back. So right away, I see an explosive offense. Defensively, uh, BYU under Mendenhall has always been known for their stinched run defense. Um, Meanwhile, the pass rush needs some work, and the pass looks, looks a little sketchy right now. But when you factor in Nebraska's strengths and weaknesses, BYU matches up pretty well. 
Um, Nebraska with Tommy Armstrong, his ball. Uh, he's, he's had trouble making reads. He has some errant passes. So, but this is passing, which matches well used weakness. Brett, so it's going to be a. I'm sorry. And Brett, we're uh, we're losing the connection just a little bit. We're going to reconnect with you, uh, so we'll get uh, you back on the line in just a moment. But Brian, while we have a second and we're reconnecting with Brett, let's talk about what he brings up with BYU and Nebraska, and and goes back to my point in the A block, and that is the offense coming back. You say that there are a ton mm-hmm. of question marks. It it is a three headed monster. I feel like we know exactly what we're going to have with BYU, and whether that's that's, I, that's a that's a healthy that's healthy though. You have you, Taysom Taysom Hill. I mean, he he looked he looked he looked. Taysom the will part. be healthy. I mean, he looked. He will the, be healthy. He looked the part right in spring, but it's but it's spring ball. What what really goes on during spring ball? Nothing. You're just brushing up on your skills. You're not really going live full contact. So we really don't know if he's going to come back the same player he is. Do you feel like Taysom's an honest? Do you feel like he's an honest guy? Yeah, I, feel I like have. He's a, I, I feel asked like, him last week. Okay, be straight with me, Taysom. Are you going to be 100 percent by September 5th? And he said, "I'll be better than I was last year." Bro, I'm gonna say the same thing to you. What? Okay. No, no I'm just saying. athlete in their right mind is gonna say, you know what? I had five injuries now, and because of that, I'm gonna He's be been half hurt twice. The play- He's half been the hurt player, twice his entire half football the player career. That I'm gonna be. Nobody in their right mind is gonna say that. Like, yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, You're, if I if I can come out here, Spencer, and just throw one touchdown pass, I'll be satisfied. No, I no I'm coming I, to play the I game. Don't, I don't think come every on, player dude. is like Taysom. I feel like Taysom is. He is realistic. He's a realistic personality. If he couldn't play, he'd tell me. Yeah, but not being able to play and and playing and not being able to be the same player, dynamic, explosive player that you once were are two different things. I can go and play a full game right now. I might need to tap out every yes, every, I know every other play. I, this isn't about you. Though. Every other play, but this isn't am I still? About you. But listen, no, listen to me. But am I still going to be explosive? Am I still going to have the same speed, the quickness? And that's what I'm saying when it comes to an injury from Taysom and Jamal. It has nothing to do with the ability to play. You can play. Anybody can go and play the game or a sport. But are your injuries going to allow you to lose a step? Was Taysom explosive after his first serious knee injury? He was. Answer, he was. And he will be that way, which is why I think, and I agree with Brett, they've got a shot against Nebraska because your Jamal, I'll give you. He, that's a question mark. He's coming off okay, so with major that be, surgery. So with that being said, is out. You have Algie Brown. Can Algie take care of the load? You talk about Adam Hine, but Adam has only showed up in the special teams game. So what? You 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 relying on Algie, who we'll has see. barely had some reps and experience. His last year was his barely? first time. His last year was his first time. We'll continue this later. We've got Brett Cianci back homie. on the line, co-owner of Pick Six Previews and a college football insider. Okay, Brett, now that we've reestablished the connection, we were talking about Nebraska. They haven't lost a home opener in 30 years. Let's go to game number two. BYU at home against Boise State. A Quite the opener for uh, the Lavelle Edwards Stadium crew with the Broncos coming in off of a New Year's Six game. Boise State loses Grant Hedrick, their quarterback, and Jay Ajayi to the NFL. So why all of the hype around Boise State? Uh, I was but two guys that do lose, they return 19 starters. Um, so a lot of matches are pretty young, and they went all the way to the Fiesta Bowl. So all that talent's back. Uh, the second-year coach under Vernon Arson. Uh, so you return pretty much everyone except for those two stars. Um, it will be a new quarterback and second start ever coming off of uh, – they open up with Washington. So they might be a little banged up. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a younger team that's more experienced now, and they're always one of the top non-AQ teams. So it's going to be a tough one, a tough home opener. 
Brett Ciancio with us on BYU Sports Nation. Boise State returns 19 starters. Okay, you had me at 19 starters. Mm -hmm. Enough said. (laughs) Like, they they lose some individual talent for sure. But game number three for BYU at UCLA, this is a projected top 10 team. They, too, lose a quarterback, Brett Hundley, to the NFL. Are they in a situation like Boise State returning a number of starters? Why why are they so uh, high on your projected list? Yeah, it's almost exactly the team. So, 19 uh, starters back. Uh, the strong defense rolling back for Brett Hundley, essentially. Um, but both of these uh, bode well for BYU, like I mentioned earlier. I think the, the one glaring weakness is the defense secondary. Uh, and for these teams, they don't have an established quarterback or an established passing attack yet. So that's in that, in that regard. Great stuff. Brett, great to have you on the show. Uh, we look forward to all four of those games you have BYU featured in. And uh, we wish you the best as you pass the time. 98 days away from the college football opener and 100 days away from BYU and Nebraska. Thanks, Brett. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Co-owner of Pick 6 Previews has BYU's entire September schedule in his top 25 list of best non-conference games. BYU-Michigan, uh, Brian, was your pick. And I want to I go back into that a little bit more. Like, if... We talked like, hey, if you could go to one game yesterday or yesterday about you go to one game, either the road opener or the home opener, let's open this up a little bit more, okay? And let's answer the Twitter question right now. What is the most exciting, not challenging, not toughest, just in terms and not whether you're going to be there or not, just you like look not, at the like, game. Like not personal The most or exciting anything. game for BYU in September. The most exciting game. Yeah, what do you got? I got, I still got. You going with Michigan still? Well, I mean, when you put it that way, I probably got to say Nebraska. Okay, why? The the home streak is on the line. Um, it's the first game. I think it sets the stage. It sets the tone for uh, you as uh, a, a team, as as a program, moving into more of a tougher schedule, trying to become more relevant for P five schools. Um, and I think most importantly. Uh, if I can relate this to, to 2009 when we played Oklahoma and we beat them and we were like, Psh, man, we were on top of the world, but we had so much swag and confidence. I mean, I was walking around the office like I was six foot three, you know, <laughs> and so I think that's going to be a huge deal for this team to, 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 to take down Nebraska and then still look ahead and say, you know, what? we can we can face these giants, these Goliaths and knock them in the head with our slingshots. I want to see six foot three Brian Logan walking around the BYU broadcasting facility. That's what I want to see that kind of swag. I need to get some, some <laughs> things on my I'm shoes. I'm with you. I think Nebraska is the most exciting game because of the two things you mentioned. It's game number one. You've never played them. Mm-hmm. You're trying to end a 30 home game win streak against a team that has some question marks. Brand new coach. Okay, yep. hey, BYU Michigan's really cool and exciting as well. But game number one for me takes the cake. It just it's the tone setter. You'll be there. Can't wait, man. Up next, the man charged with taking over the helm of BYU women's gymnastics, an Olympian silver medalist in studio next. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes. You can also stream it on BYUsportsNation.com. Get your BYU swag, the blue goggles. Put them on, Brian. Okay, I'll put them on. See, now we're seeing eye to eye. You can get those at the BYU store. I'll take them off now or not. Visit that website and search BYU Sports Nation or Blue Goggles. We also have the Blue Goggle t-shirts. Uh, all sorts of good stuff at the BYU store. Check it out. They'll take care of you.
Coming up, BYU Football Media Day on Wednesday, June 24th as well. All BYU football all the time. Let's refresh some BYUSN headlines. The football team featured four times in the top 25 non-conference football games of 2015 by Pick 6 Previews. Nebraska BYU 15, BYU UCLA 18, BYU Boise State 19, and BYU Michigan 20. Or no, no, sorry, Michigan 18, Boise State 19, and UCLA 25. That's pretty darn good. Pretty good. Uh, BYU alum and 2003 Masters champ Mike Weir at the AT&T Byron uh, Nelson. Even par through 13 holes, he is tied for 32nd. And check this out. He was stung by a wasp, apparently, and playing through it. Play through the pain. Play through the Man, pain. <laughs> what a beast. What if he turns into a beast? <laughs> That's good stuff right now. Right now we welcome in a man who has played through plenty of pain. Seriously. Uh, see his resume. Guard Young, new head coach of BYU Gymnastics and an Olympic silver medalist now in charge of things here in Provo Guard. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Great. I'm just finishing my first week here. Okay. Well, nice. it's, been, it's been one week. How has the first week been? Uh, it's been wild. It's been long days. Uh, love getting to know the girls. They're great. And uh, they're going to they're gonna shock the world. I think they're, they're good. We have some talent on the team, and that's going to come through this year. We were talking in our uh, pre-production meeting uh, about you, obviously, and, and your resume and the fact that you're an Olympic silver medalist, which is fantastic. Uh, we want to know right now, where, where is your silver medal? Uh, it said the safe at home. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a good yeah, place. But it needs, to, it needs to make its way from Oklahoma to here. My family's still back in Oklahoma. They're finishing up school. So I'll be flying out this weekend to try to pack and get them all out here. Okay. Do you, do you ever wear it at all, or <laughs> do you just keep it in the safe? Well, I think for the first year, I wore it a lot. Okay. And then, <laughs> you know, then it kind of less and less. And, and for a while, I was just carrying it around in a sock. So oh, you just okay. put it in your sock, put it in your pocket, uh-huh. and then eventually I got a nice case for it, and that can go up on the mantle or whatever. But So, uh, so that first year, I mean, you know, well, well I was going to say when you coach – uh, and maybe you get a player that talks back to you. Do you say, hey, you know, do you have one of these and just whip whip out the medal? <laughs> it definitely helps. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it does add a little street cred in the gym. Right. Yep. Sure okay. does. Okay. You, you've been here for a week, but let's rewind to when this all kind of formulated. Uh, when did when did the option and idea of coming back to BYU begin? Well, it first started with, uh, you know, Great coach Brad Catamall, you know, 28 years as head coach, retiring. And then it's like, you know, who are we going to get and who's out there? Um, some great candidates came forward. Uh, you know, athletic director Tom called me and was like, are you interested? You know, you're, you're working with the man. You're at Oklahoma. We just won a national championship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was going to take a lot to leave. Um, one of my first questions was, was why BYU? You know, you're at Oklahoma, you're established, you're doing, you're great there. Why BYU? And my answer was, because it's BYU. Hmm. Because it's BYU. If there was one program out there that could tear me away from Oklahoma, it was here. Yeah, it's a unique place for sure. And uh, that's not uncommon to talk to a number of coaches who have been out and been in uh, other prominent positions. It's, it's, you want to get back to BYU because of the uniqueness uh, that it brings. What kind of a program are you inheriting from Brad Cattermole? Well, like I said, p- p- potential. Um, just being in the week, working with some of the athletes, seeing what they can do. They can compete. Now, you know, what we do in the gym, you know, gymnastics is, is a unique sport because we're not playing offense, we're not playing defense, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not getting tackled when we're up on the balance beam. It's you and the beam. And what I'm going to bring to this uh, 
team is, is leadership and the ability to plan and peak and, and, and training cycles. And I think that was something maybe missing in the past couple of years. And so I can, I can show the girls, this is what we're doing on day one. This is what the day we're going to do on day 144 and, uh, and have a training plan in place and then execute that plan. So you, you've been back for a, a week now. Um, have you had strong interaction with the team like you say you are uh, wanting to implement? Uh, well, not everyone's here. We got some girls out studying abroad. Okay. Uh, we haven't got the freshmen in yet. They're going to be coming in uh, summer term. I've been on the phone. I've communicated with all of them. They're all excited about coming. You know, I told them, "Hey, it's going to be your freshman year, but it's my freshman year, so we got a common bond already. We're freshmen mm-hmm. together." Uh, but you know, there have been some that are here at spring term, and so about we got about a mixed bag. About half the team is here. I know it's impossible to answer this question, but we have to ask it. What are your expectations for your first year? You know, I never expect a score. I, I, scoring is irrelevant to me. You can't control if the judge is judging you harsh or if they're judging light. That's irrelevant. You can't control the teams you beat. That's irrelevant. What I do is not going to affect what they do. What they do shouldn't affect what we do. Okay, We're going to hit routines, and we're going to stick landings. So our magic number is 24. We got six routines, four events. Hmm. 24 for 24. Okay. And if we get beat, you go over there, you shake their hands because they're better than you. And then you get your butt in the gym and you work harder because <laughs> you got to get better. So 24 for 24, that's what we're going for, the magic number. That, that's interesting. I was, yeah, was going to – we are on the same page, Spencer, because uh, Coach Mendenhall and the, the football team, that's, that's the, there, there's some pillars, some numbers that they need to hit, and it's all based off of 24. So uh, there we go. And what's even crazier is that I actually have goosebumps with you talking about it. And not, no other sport gets me goosebumps except for football. So I'm excited. I'm really excited yeah. with, with, with your passion. It sounds like um, you know, you're, you're ready to hit the ground running. And I love the fact that you are a little bit shorter. I'm 5'6". I know you're 5'4". So it's good to finally <laughs> – I'm stretching that 5'4". <laughs> <laughs> we can go hang on the monkey bars you know, a little bit you know, if, you, if you want to. Because um, w- w- one question that I have for you is um, you've been uh, coaching men and now you're, you're transitioning to women. Um, what do you think your, your challenges are going to be uh, for the crossover? Okay. First of all, I coach athletes. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes all athletes learn differently. Uh, but I don't see my role, you know, as a coach. I see it as an educator okay. and, and as a teacher. And so my style of, of coaching, whether it lends itself to male athletes or female athletes, is that of educating. And so, you know, with that plan in place, you educate why you're doing something a certain way. And you can't skip step A and get to step D without, you know, potholes. You've got to go through the process. Mm-hmm. And so my plan right now is to be an educator and teach these girls why we are doing things. Once they get, once they get that base knowledge, then the magic really happens because now they get the plan. Now you have them help you develop their own plan. And you get a student athlete to actually write up a plan, mm-hmm. and it's their plan and in their handwriting, and then they have to execute it. And then, and hey, my experience has been with student athletes, they will write a harder plan for them than you would have. Yep. So, but you got to have, first of all, you got to have a plan and then you got to execute that plan. That's, that's my two pillars. Guard Young, new head coach of BYU Gymnastics, bringing it in Studio B. We, we like it, man. Yeah, he's, he's ready to roll with uh, the program that he inherits. And this is, this is a program that is consistently qualifying for regionals. Their RQS, the regional qualifying score, if you're not familiar with gymnastics, 
That is a term you need to know, the acronym RQS. Uh, they're, they're getting two regionals, but this they want to go next level understandably. And you're always looking to get to the next step, and that would be perhaps advancing to the next level, becoming a top 20 team instead of a top 30 team. What do you feel like is the most important aspect of, of taking a team from pretty good to really good? Again, it's peaking at the right moment. Uh, unlike other sports, the regular season doesn't matter that much. You know, when do you got to have peak performance? And right now for BYU, it's at our regional championship. So we've circled that calendar date. For us, that's our Olympic Games. And, and we're going to peak at that meet. And we've got to be in the top two at that meet. So it doesn't matter. We've got to get to regionals, which BYU has really no problem getting to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got to get out of that, that top two spot. And so we're going to peak for it, and we're going to circle the, the calendar, and that's what we're doing. We're going to we're going to all guns a blazing for that date. Okay, coach, we've uh, certainly enjoyed talking to you today. Um, we'd like you to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag during the break on your way out. Um, and if you're you're new here, and so we want to tell you about the BYU Sports Nation Karma. What happens is when you or one of your athletes come on the show, good things tend to happen. Good things tend to happen. <laughs> I like to. I Brian like to, likes to transfer like, the karma. Like to, yeah, touch. I like to do it through physical touch. I don't well, know. thanks for having me out, and let's do this again. Hey, we look yep. forward to uh, what you bring to the program. Thank you, Guard Young, head coach of BYU gymnastics, making his debut on BYU Sports Nation, and bringing some big time plans for the ladies as they open up a new campaign this upcoming season. Our Twitter question today deals with BYU football. What's the most exciting game this September, and why? Well, we should ask. One of the new guys. It's the middle of the night in New Zealand. It doesn't matter. Manasseh Tungafasi is awake and ready to talk football next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation on a Thursday. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Studio B. We've got a really good show. One that gave Brian goosebumps... No, not about football, mm-hmm. about BYU gymnastics. I, Guard Young bringing it. He definitely brought it, man. I, I, I'm, like, still pinching myself because I feel – it was, it was weird, you know, like asking him certain questions and even you and him, you know, responding. I almost feel like I've been put in my place. And I'm not even, a, I'm not even an athlete of his. <laughs> it's like, look, I almost feel like I need to make a plan right now and I need to execute, and I don't even know what that plan should be. And – uh, I am I am a man. I'm already a, a fan and gonna be a, a huge supporter um, just because of of the passion. Really and, good and that, stuff. That's it, yeah. man. It's it was that exciting uh, to to have to hear that that interview. Brian will have goosebumps on Wednesday, June 24th for BYU Football Media Day as well. State of the program 11 a.m. Eastern, 12 to 2 Eastern, two hour BYU Sports Nation special. And at four Eastern, two Mountain, four decades of dominance, profiling the last 40 years of awesomeness within BYU football. Joining us now, a man that has excited BYU Sports Nation with the news that he would sign to play football at BYU last Friday, live from Auckland, New Zealand, Manasseh Taungafasi joins the show. Manasseh, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Uh, pleasure, it's a pleasure. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Is it Taungafasi? Okay, okay. We'll, uh, we'll try and perfect that as we move along. It's currently 4.45 in the morning in Auckland. Uh, are you actually awake right now? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much awake. I'm just 
think so. Probably half awake. <laughs> Just half awake. Half awake. Very good. Very good. Okay, uh, we have like a million questions for you, but we'll start with uh, some of the simple ones. How did you get interested in college football? Um, just been watching a whole heap of it, and um, just uh, blessed that uh, I was, um, had the opportunity to um, get looked at from DYU, and yeah, that's pretty much how it started, and just kind of um, made up with a few people. And um, the ball just uh, got rolling from there, mate. Nasi, tell us about BYU and how BYU started recruiting you and uh, your relationships with some of the coaches on the staff. Yeah, it's actually quite funny. Uh, I was um, originally starting on Facebook um, with uh, Coach Kofusi. And um, at the time, I was originally... um, Committed to uh, Oregon State, and um, yeah, so it just kind of went from um, social media, and um, I had already uh, I had uh, pushed Steve away and said, "Hey, mate, look here, I'm, I'm, I'm going to join Oregon State." Um, and then uh, yeah, things the the tide changed a bit, and it's uh, quite fortunate. And um, when Steve came to New Zealand, I was able to uh, to catch up with him and get a few things sorted. And that is great news for all of BYU Sports Nation. Six seven three hundred twenty two pounds, and you—I mean, you came into Studio B. We we met you on your recruiting trip here. You you make us and most everybody look really small. <laughs> Are you okay with being the big man on campus, literally? Yeah, Manasseh Tuungafasi live from Auckland, New Zealand. It is 4.47 in the morning. He is on BYUSN. Uh, we spoke with Garrett 2J, who is the offensive line coach, and he told us that he's going to do everything in his power and referenced that you are going to do everything you can to be on that plane to Nebraska for game number one. How important is it for you to be in Lincoln, Nebraska for game number one? Oh, okay. That's, it's, it would be the best news possible. Um, uh, we had um, discussed this, and, and um, obviously it's a goal. But, um, that's just it at the moment. Um, I've got this, but there's a whole heap of work that needs to be done before um, – before I even get on the plane to Nebraska. But um, I'm willing to do uh, all I can to uh, accomplish that goal. But that's just it's just a goal at the moment. And uh, Coach TJ, is, uh, he, um, he kind of, he vouched that he'll help me out and um, just kind of ask for my 100% effort. And, uh, and I said, I'll be there, mate. And I said, Coach uh, 2J said that he sent you over some flashcards, I'm, I'm sure, about uh, the game and, and just studying and knowledge. How is uh, the studying going for you so far? Hectic. <laughs> Hectic. Um, but, yeah, definitely um, getting my head around it. Uh, it's different coming from my rugby background. Um, but uh, excited, man. I'm excited. Now, Manasseh, you are uh, not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is a faith-based school with LDS backdrop. 
Why did you feel like you wanted to be at BYU and that you would fit in here uh, better than some of the other schools that you were looking at? I just feel some of the values and, um, and obviously the honor code um, at BYU um, is uh, uh, it's almost values that we already live by. Um, I'm of uh, Wiki and Nicholas. Um, Obviously, we have a slightly similar honor code. Um, and I just thought it's something that I could just come in and slide into um, with uh, no big transition. Um, but coming in from um, the Wiki Methodist Church in New Zealand, uh, it's very similar, very similar. Manasi, you were playing rugby uh, professionally back home. Uh, haven't played football at all. What was your decision on pursuing a new path uh, in, in dropping the game that you played your entire life for a new one? Uh, it was, uh, I was more uh, excited about the opportunity that, that um, playing football helped, um, especially college football, a chance to um, get a degree, get a bit of study, and, um, and also pursue, a, a, obviously, um, pursue a, a career in the, in the NFL possibly one day. But, again, that's just a, that's just a goal. And uh, first, first things first, um, making that team to uh, play trips in Nebraska will probably be the biggest goal at the moment. New BYU football signee Manasse Tungafasi is joining us live on BYU Sports Nation from Auckland, New Zealand. How has the reaction been from your family and friends about your decision to play football at BYU? It's been um, very positive. Um, uh, somewhat, they were shocked because uh, a whole heap of them had just expected me to join the Oregon State. Um, but they are, it's been very positive, and they all excited, just like I am. I'm excited. I mean, the country's excited. Um, just, yeah. It's just excitement, like positivity. Manasha, are you going to try to play rugby as well? Have you talked to Coach Mendenhall to see if you can negotiate that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think um, well, I'll just concentrate on football and uh, just, just focus on that for now. But uh, I'll definitely be supporting you, mate. Uh, I hate it pretty good uh, for national titles if I'm correct. Yeah, BYU uh, National Championship swagger in rugby for sure. Hoping to get that next level in football, and uh, Manasseh Tungafasi is all in for the football team. Uh, I do want to ask about the reaction you've received from BYU fans uh, on Facebook and Twitter, on, on social media. How has that been for you? Oh, man, it's been pretty cool. Uh, uh, man, I love BYU fans. Uh, it's, it's been awesome. Um, Nothing but uh, uh, positive comments, you know, um, and just wishing me well and um, somewhat. And obviously, there's a bit of, um, I think there's a bit uh, skeptical about the rugby player transition, but um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Uh, I've enjoyed the journey, and I'm just proud of the Akira at the moment. Okay, Manasse, we appreciate the time. Uh, you should probably go get some sleep right now or something. I don't know what else you're going to be doing it just before 5 a.m., but uh, get some rest. We look forward to having you back on campus uh, here very shortly. All right, thank you. Appreciate it.
Manasse Tungafasi, the New Zealander, the Kiwi, coming to play football at BYU. And he didn't even hesitate, Brian, when you said, hey, you going to try and leverage this into rugby? Nope. nope. I'm all in on football. Nope, I got it. He's, you know, he, his answer is, um, you know, very, very mature. Um, so I, I think as an athlete, you are trained on how to speak to the media. And uh, you, you kind of know when somebody is giving you a, a baloney or a trained answer. Um, but you can you can tell how sincere he was. You know, he, he, he established his goals, but he also said, hey, you know, first things first. I got to learn this game, man. I got to yeah. get down to the X's and O's before I can even, you know, try to think about the NFL. So exciting to see how yeah. how mature he is and, and uh, you know. Well, and he referenced the honor code. He's like, I've essentially already been living it. Yeah. Yep. And so it wasn't much of a, a transition for me to have to accept that to go to BYU. And yeah, so Cougars are getting a good one. Now it's the challenge of getting him up to speed with football. Up next, we'll get you up to speed with everything else in BYU Sports Nation during the whip around. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar whip around. Cougars in the PGA. AT&T Byron Nelson Tournament. Mike Weir is uh, at a two, tied for seventh. He was stung by a wasp on his elbow earlier today. Zach Blair tees off this afternoon. Not affected. Crack and fill. 45 athletes will start competition in the NCAA West preliminaries today in Austin, Texas. Top 12 from each event advance. Good luck to the Cougars. Men's basketball. Jeff Goodman from ESPN has BYU ranked 40th in his preseason top 50. He said the Cougars could be even better next year than they were this year with Tyler Holtz. Football. BYU football featured four times in the top 25 non-conference best football games of 2015 by Pick 6 Previews. All of the Cougars' first four games, all of September, listed as top 25 type games. That's really good. September to remember. Big thanks to all of our guests today. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. It goes to Manasseh Tungafasi for waking up and taking the time with us. Also to guard young because he was awesome. Yeah. And he's I'm taller than him. Show on demand. For Brian, I'm Spencer. We'll see you tomorrow.